Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, October the 18th. We are coming to you from the home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're at the Alamo Draft House in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me today in the room, we've got Brad, Curtis, Dakota, Dustin, Cinnamon, Dusty Trails, and Cooper will pop in and out as he is able to. He's He's running three theaters tonight, he said, so we may or may not see him again. But we are just a few folks from the Midwest talking pop culture news, telling stories, taking your comments, and whatever. Before we jump into what's been going on in the world of entertainment and pop culture, let's check in with a friend of the show, Mark London, CEO of Mad Cave Studios. Well, we've got Mark on the line. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. I know it's been a little bit since we've had a chance to catch up. How have you been? Good, good, Joey. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, yes, it's, it's been, what, more than a year, probably? It, right at it, yeah. I think it was about uh, this time last year, after New York. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you and Mad Cave Studios have been especially busy, uh, particularly on the Comic-Con scene this year. Uh, you guys were at New York Comic-Con again earlier this month. Baltimore Comic-Con's coming up. What's it been mm-hmm. like for you on the convention circuit this year, and what has been the reaction from the fans? Oh my God, Joey! I mean, it's it's been overwhelmingly positive. I mean, I'm I'm humbled by everybody's support uh, as a creator, as a writer, and even as a fan. I mean, I, I couldn't feel more accomplished. It's it was our our best show so far. It was um our fourth year going to New York Comic Con, and it's so good to see how how much the company has grown and how much. Um, People are starting to know us, and they they value the work that we're putting out. Uh, they're enjoying the stories. They're excited for the future. What Matt is going to be working on next? So, I mean, uh, I can't complain. It's it's been it's been surreal. Absolutely. Well, let's go back to New York Comic Con this year for just a second. Uh, that's mm-hmm. when and where Mad Cave revealed the winners of the 2019 Talent Search. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. this year's winners. Well, this year, this year we we selected four writers and uh, three artists. Uh, the writers are uh, Liz Buenaventura, uh, David Hassan, uh, Jared Luan, and uh, Stefan Sonneveld. Uh, I hope that I'm pronouncing his name correctly. <laughs> and the artists uh, Shane Volk, um, Xavier Tarrega, and Orlando Caicedo. Um, those are the artists. And uh, yeah, as, after we got we got swamped this year with with the, with the number of submissions. I mean, people really there's a really big pool of creative people out there with with a lot of talent. And and, and to be honest, it was hard to choose the winners, but because we we wanted more than what we that we could select at at, um, at this moment. But but really, there's a lot of talented people that that unfortunately they don't. They don't have a voice yet, and, and they don't they don't get the proper spotlight. So that's really what we're trying to do with with Mad Cave Studios on on the talent search. Absolutely, is the I mean we're starting to see uh, works come out from folks that won last year's talent search. Is it about the same timeline that you're expecting to operate under? That it'll be around a year, year and a half between now and when we'll start seeing their books out. Pretty much. I mean, sometimes you get you get a nice surprise by the by the output. Uh, on the artist side, on the writer side, um, sometimes you run into a little um, of a rough patch starting out. That is something that we really want to establish with Madkiv, that even with the, if we're trying to work um, with people that haven't been published in the past, um, 
we really want them to put their their best work out there and and that it's also a reflection of, of the company that that we've built up to this point so it just depends i mean sometimes um they just come right out the, of the door swinging and and everything is smooth sailing uh, that's the case with with uh show's end um that it, it's it, it was a title that really 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 surprised us all because i mean the writer and artist were in sync and they 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 really work well together um and they were easy to work with so um so it was something that really really surprised those other books um yeah you kind of run into the 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 problems that they that sometimes you face uh, in this industry which is which is unfortunate but um everything's smooth sailing um hopefully you're going to see those years also by the beginning of next year as well um so yes to answer your question the this book's hopefully uh a year in a year we'll we'll see what the action um talent search winners are going to put out. Excellent. Well, you kind of mentioned it. So just to make sure that our listeners don't think it's all going to conventions and living like rock stars, you guys have been very <laughs> busy putting out new titles this year. Um, at Show's mm-hmm. End was, I think, that was the first one that came from a talent search winner, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, writer Anthony Cleveland um, and uh, Jefferson Sandinsky, I mean, they, 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 that is the, the artist. I mean, those. Um, I'm so happy with those two. Yeah. Um, yeah, the book's fantastic. Tell us a little bit about what our listeners should look forward to between now and, say, the end of this year at their local comic shops from Mad Cave Studios. Well, releasing on October 30th, we have uh, Woven Heart, um, which is basically our, 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 I wouldn't call it horror, but, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit up there. And it's uh, Woven Heart is an organization dedicated to monitoring uh, anomalies in the space-time continuum. So basically, it's your typical um, monster slayers um, that travels through time, and they're led by Professor Van Helsing, and they're going to meet uh, a couple of um, historical figures along the way. Um, it's a pretty cool title. So if you're a fan of Doctor Who, Castlevania, and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I think that this is going to be right up your alley. Right. And uh, next, next stop is uh, RV9. That's going to be released on November 13th. And that's, um, it's, it's about Velveteen, an assassin who's on the run from the Order of the Ninth, um, an organization that took her in when she was very young. And now she has escaped and she's going to bring the fight back to them. And she, she's going to um, uh, use uh, an American hacker named Jasper and they're going to start playing um, kind of like your, your cat and mouse um, game through all the, the issues. I mean, it's, the, the art is very powerful. The story is great. Um, the colorist, I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. That's our second title. And our third title is Over the Ropes, which is um, going to be released on December 4th. I'm super excited about this title, which is a, a, a wrestling story, <laughs> which is uh, something that we haven't tackled in the past. Um, but it's a fictional world, uh, and we're going to dive into the sports of entertainment, uh, wrestling entertainment, biggest era. Um, it's, it's about a, the life of the jobber, and how he, he basically is going to be tired and is going to be trying to uh, rise to the top, and then you're gonna see that his life is complicated in the ring. It's 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 also a mess outside of the ring. So it's a very personal uh, underdog story, and uh, that I'm really really excited for the fans to read this. Um, actually, with that with that book, um, the writer 
is Jay Sandling, which right. he also is a is a winner of last year's Tana Search. Yeah, we had a chance to uh, chat with Jay a little bit last month mm-hmm. about the book. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to that one as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have managed, it seems like, to really pull together uh, a string of winning titles. Now, do you have a, on the 30th of October, don't you guys have a Halloween uh, Battle Cats special as well? Yes, correct. Um, every year, there is something called a Halloween Comic Fest, which is like the younger brother of uh, Free Comic Book Day. Right. And um, also a lot of publishers, they... they they released uh, some fresh stories. Um, they're they're going to be for free. It's trying to introduce people that are new to comics or all time fan of comics. Um, just to share an experience with Halloween. And yes, we're going to be releasing um, a free comic uh, special. And it's going to be 22 pages of awesomeness. And it's going to be a battle cut story uh, from the battle from one of the teams uh, from the past. And it's going to be very, very cool. Absolutely. Oh, I can't wait for you guys to see that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us a little bit, for kind of catching us up on everything that you guys have going on. Uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you sooner than a year from now, sooner rather than later, yes. <laughs> uh, to talk about everything you guys have come down the pipe for uh, 2019 as well. Very cool, Joey. Um, anytime, anytime. And again, I'm really thankful um, for you having me on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mark, for checking in with us. You never know who's going to call and check in with us from week to week, so be sure to tune in every week. What's been going on this week, gang? Anybody, anything? You said you've been catching up on some TV. Yeah, finally I watched TV and watched The Boys, watched Carnival Row, both good shows. Now searching for a new show. (laughs) There you go. Is that the only service you guys are getting right now is just the amazon prime yeah and the only reason i have that's just because i like because you got the prime free shipping yeah so have you ever checked out a uh, man in the high castle man in the high castle i think i seen that on there yeah, but that's i wasn't a prime original I- i've only seen the first two seasons of it but i've really enjoyed it the no. question is going to be how much nudity is there in it within the first five minutes it's gonna be in the first 10 no. yeah you gotta no, hook no, me no. in the first five minutes or i'm out no, there's nothing in it so far yeah. I don't think in two that's seasons no that he will not be watching <laughs> Here well, comes the next round of drinks. Right. Hey, hey. <laughs> He's a popular guy. All right. Uh, anything else? What's everybody else been up to? Um, what have you been doing? What have we? Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've, been in, I've been out in Neosho for the last few days. Why have you been in Neosho? Uh, it was our dad's birthday mm. yesterday. It's not very pop culture. Uh, no, but Neosho's related. got their uh, art con coming up in February. They do, and I didn't know they had an art con. Yeah, this is the second year, second yeah. or third year. Yeah. I think they get about a thousand folks through, so it's a growing little thing. That's good. It's yeah. good for them. They need something. Yeah, there's they not do much out in that corner. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we did. Uh, we rewatched Jackie Brown in memory of Robert After Forrester. Robert Forrester died, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that that was a thing. All right. How about you guys? What have you been up to? Um, an anime same old, same news. An anime news. I just finished uh, Demon Slayer, which finished season one, and started My Hero season four, which just started last Back week. Yeah, so, uh, that's pretty exciting. Very good. Well, let's jump into this week's pop culture news. First up, the Stranger Things writers are teasing the films that they are referencing in the writer's room as they work on season four. The official Twitter account for the Stranger Things writer's room has started something what they're calling Video Store Friday. Started last Friday. 
The account promises to reveal five movies each week that they have talked about during the week that will relate in some way to what they're working on with Stranger Things Season 4. Here are the five films they released last week that they have been talking about in terms of uh, inspiration, I guess, for Season 4 of Stranger Things. First up was The Peanut Butter Solution. Has anybody has anybody seen The Peanut Butter Solution? I've never heard of this. No, no I've never heard of it <laughs> nope. either. All right. The Peanut Butter Solution. Here is uh, the dis- short description of The Peanut Butter Solution. Peanut butter is the secret ingredient for magic potions made by two friendly ghosts. Hell yeah, it is. 11-year-old Michael loses all of his hair when he gets a fright and uses the potion to get his hair back. Not sure how that applies. Is this a prequel to Casper? Is this how he loses his hair and becomes a friendly ghost? It might be. Using peanut butter. This is how uh, Joey became a friendly podcaster. Wasn't there a show (laughs) about a guy rubbing peanut butter on his hair and then his hair kept growing for it, like... Crazy long, a long time ago, back I don't in the know. 80s. It's probably this. there was a. This, sh- this, 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 <laughs> I, I would imagine it would have to be this because I can't think that. I can't imagine there's too many shows using peanut butter and hair solution uh, it's together. Yeah. It's called Peanut Butter Solution. The Peanut Butter Solution. Okay, I'm sure there's some. So there was, so there was a movie in that. the 80s <laughs> yeah. that a, some, a kid had lost all of his hair or wanted to grow longer hair or something, and he rubbed some sort of peanut butter shit on his hair, but <laughs> the, the hair just wouldn't quit growing. This and may be it. I don't know. It's probably this movie. It's it's, I, if it, if it, it is, then I have seen it. Okay. Well, there you go then. Uh, also, the second movie they released that they are being inspired by was season four, The Fisher King. Anybody seen The Fisher King? I've long seen time ago. Yeah, I have seen The Fisher King. Yeah, very long time ago. The Fisher King, the short description, a former radio DJ, suicidally despondent because of a terrible mistake he made, finds redemption in helping a deranged homeless man who was an unwitting victim of that mistake. So, not sure, again, how that's going to apply to Stranger Things Season 4. Maybe hmm. there's a homeless man in Season 4. I don't know. Or, yeah, or I'm thinking... Or a DJ. You know, or if there's somebody in that Russian prison, maybe. Some crazy homeless kind of person. I don't know. <laughs> the third film, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. This is the <laughs> sequel to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Quote, a tyrant from the future creates evil android doubles of Bill and Ted and sends them back to eliminate the originals. Could we have evil android versions of some of our kid characters, maybe? Why not? Let's do it. The fourth film, (laughs) You Got Mail. Oh, no. With Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, two business rivals who despise each other in real life, unwittingly fall in love over the internet. (laughs) Because that's when you think Stranger Things Season 4 that's what you want. Just Maybe. go back to the peanut butter solution. That was it. Is the movie I had. There seen. you go. All right. It grows so fast. You, it, like you can watch it grow, you, and it's like super it's special a, effects. It's a catch twenty two. Like he wanted to. It was a bald kid. He had problems or whatever, and <laughs> and he put the shit on his hair. <laughs> and clearly had problems. They should, they should <laughs> do a sequel. No <laughs> hair is the first of his problems. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had. I don't know if he had cancer or. No, says he, he got, got scared. scared. Yeah, he said he got yeah, scared, said he got and, scared lost and lost his hair. Oh. Lost scared and hair. lost his anyway, hair. Anyway, it grew so scared. fast that he couldn't True. keep up with it to where it was just like. Okay. It was a pain in the ass. I'm glad you've seen that. Maybe yeah. when they Long time ago. Like, do a sequel you've when seen he's older it too. and he you has erectile dysfunction. Just rub some peanut butter on it. I think if you search Pornhub, no. For the peanut butter solution, you'll get something different. Well, there was something that came up on there that was. Yeah. yeah. I knew that was going to happen. And the fifth film <laughs> that they have released as being inspiring last week to them was Ordinary People. 
The accidental death of an older son of the older son of an affluent family deeply strains the relationship among the bitter mother, the good-natured father, and the guilt-ridden younger son. That sounds like the Byers boys. I've never seen me. this. I have not either, but it sounds like that's the direction they might go. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting, three of those five films were made in the 1990s. I was going to say Bill and Ted, I think, which was the makes 90s. you wonder. Are we, are we getting how far 90s? down the road we're, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be going? Because the last season was ni- it was 84. I don't we didn't know. even watch it, the last season. It was You've Got Mail, Bill and Ted, and The Fisher King, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and You've Got Mail, that one being kind of... Set with the internet? Yeah. yeah. It seems kind of... Kind of needs to be down the road a ways. Yeah. Hmm. Fortnite went and blew itself up last Sunday. The entire game was pulled into an in-game black hole. There are videos online of people live streaming during the event. Followed by an extended downtime in what they called an, an event they called, quote, the end, leaving players both excited and concerned about what was coming next. Fortnite even disappeared as a category from Twitch. Uh, don't know if you saw some of the videos online. I guess there is a group of parents out there that thought it was funny to videotape their kids <laughs> freaking out because Fortnite disappeared and Fortnite saying, that's it, it's over, we're done. See you guys later. Um, is kind of funny, kind of sad <laughs> that the parents are just videotaping it. No, that's, it on the yeah, you no, do that. that's like funny. sweet, sweet, you know, revenge or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, th- Whatever they've got. Our 13 year old is the one that told us she doesn't even play Fortnite. She's right. like, Did you hear Fortnite's not even on the internet anymore? You can't play it. And I'm like, mm, That doesn't sound right. Yeah. And so I called the 18 year old and she's like, yeah, it's just kind so of it was like down this. for a weekend or something. Yeah, it was yeah, down it, for like two days. Yeah. yeah, she's like, no, it it's it's not that they're not gonna yeah, keep it going. They it's just, just ended an event. that version. Yeah. yeah, Sony was even forced to take to social media and confirm after getting emails and phone calls and everything else and death threats that that <laughs> players uh, players inventories and all the money that they've spent real dollars to get in game currency all that's still there guys it'll be there when the game comes back up don't freak yeah. out don't call us call them um, and it did come back up on Tuesday with what they're calling chapter two a new map new weapons vehicles new player abilities all that internet outrage was for nothing mm-hmm. but it was kind of fun to watch now, I haven't really seen any of these videos. I don't know much about Fortnite, but use the words an in-game black hole. And for some reason, I was picturing, did they like did the game developers design a black mm-hmm. hole? Yes. People were playing the game, and then all of a sudden, like a comet land blew out of the sky, hit mm-hmm. the ground, like, you know, shit went flying, there's a big crater. And then, like, out of the crater came, like, this black hole, and then everything got sucked into it. And then if you tried to log into the game or you went to their social media accounts, there was just a picture of the black hole. So they that, did this intentionally. Yeah. Huh. Yes, they that intentionally did this. amazing. Yeah. If they have done stuff like that in the past. They have to, done to, events to like that, yeah. Yeah, to change like the map. Like, between seasons yeah. or, yeah. But this is now Chapter 2, Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 1. It's kind of amazing. It's yeah, still free to play. pretty genius, honestly. Like, I, I have to go check out some of these videos now just because I want to see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were kids that didn't understand what was going on that were just like, what the fuck's a black hole? Yeah, flipping their shit. <laughs> just yeah. Do like, do like slow meteor. motion and you hear the doors, the end playing in the background. <laughs> well, and then, of course, people, you know, the internet being the internet, people were going to like the Fortnite official Twitter account. And like you know, finding a tweet from them, and like you know, getting rid of the words and putting in. I think the one I saw was like, "Well, it was fun. Thanks for all your money." The end, or something <laughs> like that. And posting it, like look what they posted. They didn't post that. People just made it, but it was pretty fun to watch people pissed off. One, you know, 
people talking. This one guy was on there like, I've spent over $1,000 on in-game bucks for my kid's account. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, Jesus. Somebody with more dollars than cents. He deserves like bad it. parenting. It is like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he deserves well, to have case, his Fortnite is a literal black hole for him. Yeah, it's a money, money black hole for him. Yeah. Yeah. It was a metaphor, the whole thing. Speaking <laughs> of games that you've spent money on. Yeah. How if you how much how many dollars have we spent on World of Warcraft since World of Warcraft Over the came years? Out? Well it's fifteen years this year, so I mean yeah. we haven't had a subscription the whole time, but Yeah, but on if average we had, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that a lot, that lot of money. Oh yeah, it's a lot of money. I think you could have put that in an account or. But the thing of it is, you're always paying for something. Or for right. or you're still yeah. paying yeah. for Xbox Live, or you're still paying for. Oh yeah, anything. Or yeah, nothing truly free for Hulu. Or, yeah. yeah, if you're gonna do something, you're gonna have to pay for it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ten uh, year old's playing the shit out of Fortnite. <laughs> is he? She? She? Joe? Yeah. Oh yeah. She, Did she oh, freak she, out? She? No, she didn't freak out. She's like. She's like, yeah, they've had a countdown timer going for like the last week. Something was going on, and oh. and she plays enough games to know that yeah, downtime happens. So she's she, she more perceptive than the whole internet. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she <laughs> she's getting good though. Oh, there's a clock she, countdown. She, uh, oh, okay. I don't really play for it. She's, oh, I mean, she does more. She has more top ten finishes than not. Dang. She played four games today. The, her worst was she had a twenty first, and she was twi- second twice and fourth once. So, dang, she's, maybe she's I should nasty. play with <laughs> wow. her. No, Dude, I, don't I can't bring her score it. down. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> she's good. It's funny because she'll be like, hey, there goes somebody. Click, click, click. And the next thing you know, she's like built and she's perched atop this tower, like looking down. I'm like, what the hell did you just do? She's playing <laughs> yeah. on PC, though. Yeah. 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 yeah she's, I, she's ripping through it. I'm like, damn. All right. Well, I was about the only thing I could play on PC. Did she pick them off? Oh, yeah. She's good. That's awesome. Because I taught her to lead them. <laughs> like, don't shoot where they are. Shoot where they're going to be when your bullet gets there. <laughs> How do you do it? Shoot women and children. You don't lead them as much. Batman 89, the 1989 Batman film with Michael Keaton is confirmed to be a part of the upcoming crisis on Infinite Earths uh, on the CW. Last week, a photo made the rounds on social media of a newspaper. It was a prop from the show with a photo of Michael Keaton that stated Bruce Wayne was going to marry Selena Kyle, Michelle Pfeiffer's character from Batman Returns. Now word is that Robert Wool, who played the reporter Alexander Knox in the 89 film, is going to be on the CW as part of the Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's something. <laughs> Where's he been? Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't even use him for the sequels. Exactly. Uh, also <laughs> spotted on the set uh, was Tom Ellis, who per- currently plays Lucifer on the Netflix series by the same name, which moved Netflix after Fox shit canned it. Lucifer is based on the DC comic uh, by Neil Gaiman. And it makes sense, I guess, that, you know, they would incorporate that in. So that raises the question, with everything they're pulling, I mean, they've pulled in damn near everything they could. What's left that you would want to see? What would make you tune into this thing? What could they pull in that's owned by DC, that's been a part of film, television, whatever, that would make this interesting? Because I know a lot. nobody else in this room, I think, is watching this at all. So. Nudity. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> DC not, nudity. Not just like a random boob shot, like a nice... Like but solid, shot. like continuous shot. Like a Cinemax. Like, <laughs> like, a, like a Skinemax. Like Skinemax. You, it, the camera pans down and you just see it all. But it's got to be DC Comics related, so... Oh, it's here. Catwoman. What's that? <laughs> it's, it's Catwoman. Oh, Henry Catwoman. With that mustache. They, they got oh. the Kingdom Come Superman in it too, don't they? They do. Uh, Brandon Routh's playing the Kingdom Come version of Superman. Um, Kyle Rayner. I wish they put him in there. Yeah. The, the guy that played Constantine, he's not a part of it. Yeah, he? he's on the Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. So he'll be a okay. part of the show. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched Legends of Tomorrow since like season one. Oh, yeah, he's back in there. Um, just randomly throw in Tom Hardy's Bane. 
There you go. I don't think they can get Tom Hardy. No, but it'd be fun. It'd be fun to speculate. <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus has announced the service's full launch day lineup, all the way from 1937 Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs through this year's Dumbo and Captain Marvel. It's hard to believe that Captain Marvel was this year, mm, but it yeah. was. Oh, wow. Plus exclusive new releases like The Mandalorian and The Lady and the Tramp live action slash CGI, whatever you want to call it. The service launches on November the 12th, including feature films and series from Disney, Pixar, The Muppets, Lucasfilm, Marvel, and Fox. However, the Twitter account at NotOnDisneyPlus has put together a running list of films that are not going to be streaming out on launch, at least, uh, on Disney+, Plus, including the Indiana Jones films. Everybody kind of forgets that they own that as well. Right. Dragon Slayer, The Mighty Ducks, not going to be on Disney+, Plus at the release. Cool <laughs> Runnings, Holes, National Treasure, even the X-Men films, which they own now, are not going to be on Disney+. Plus. On quack, the 12th. quack, 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 quack. <laughs> That's the biggest travesty, really. The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah, hey, they've yeah. got, I think they've got heavyweights on there, so I'm okay. Do they? Uh, I, I think love so. That yeah. Is that one of them that's on? That's, a great nice. I, that's one of my Old, favorites. Still. Like young Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's basically the same character from Dodgeball, but <laughs> <Yeah. younger. laughs> just a younger version. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Before he's old and jaded. Google has revealed that its streaming gaming service, Google Stadia, will release to founders on November the 19th. Players will be able to play games like Red Dead Redemption 2, Mortal Kombat 11, and others on their television, computer, even certain phones and tablets. Following the launch, game trials will be released with roughly one free game per month, just like every other you know, Xbox and PlayStation have. Stadia Base Service, which will release in 2020, will give you free access to the titles that you have purchased through Google. At 1080p, 60 frames per second, Stadia Pro will give you 4K, 60 frames per, sec- per second, and 5.1 stereo surround for $9.99 a month. So this is a way to play games like you watch Netflix. Just You purchase the game, and then if you want to play it, whatever you've got in front of you that'll play the Google games, you just log in and play. What's the difference in that than any uh, everything else, though? You can play it on your TV or your Google console or your phone if you're out and about or your iPad. So you can just play just on your play phone, whatever on your you TV. Want. Yeah. What if it's not a smart TV? Then no. <laughs> no, well, you're, not. you're buying a, it's like gotta, Google. It's, it's, like, it's Google like their share. version of a console. So, yeah, as long no, as you've got an HDMI port. Uh, it's got to have Google Share, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Does it? Um, yeah, like Google, like Chromecast, I yes, guess. Yeah. It has to have Chromecast. Or Which like is what I think. That's I think yeah. that's what you because you buy their thing. You, you get their controller. So you're buying a basically. A, you're buying a console. Basically. A bigger Roku. Yeah, you're buying a console from Google that you don't buy. You buy the game still, but they don't. You don't download them and install them onto the. Yeah, it's onto all the cloud. Con, the, so. Yeah, onto the console. It's all mm. in the cloud. I don't know. I think I'm just going to have like and stay with big the console games and stuff. I mean, I know Final Fantasy 15's already announced to be on it, mm-hmm. and a handful of others, but. So you think they're going to have Google exclusive? No games. No nope. exclusives are kind of going away for just about everybody anymore. Or the yeah, ones that are exclusive aren't worth getting. It seems like. Yeah, minus God of War. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> Last week's SmackDown on Fox, the first night of the WWE draft, saw twenty-five percent ratings drop over the season premiere, which was the first time SmackDown was on the Fox network the week before. So this week, the WWE announced that it replaced Eric Bischoff, who was brought in in June, to run SmackDown on the Fox shows 
uh, with Bruce Pritchard. According to a Sports Illustrated report, the firing is a reaction to the ratings drop, even though Bischoff never actually was given creative control of SmackDown. Yeah, he was just <laughs> told to observe the creative team from week to week. WWE seems to be scrambling as they continue to lose viewers from the network and their broadcast shows while taking a beating head-to-head on Wednesday nights against All Elite Wrestling, which is their own damn fault for going head-to-head with another show. So, oh, well. Do you still watch wrestling? Uh, not the WWE stuff. I do watch the All Elite Wrestling. It's pretty good, surprisingly. Oh. So if this guy it didn't feels have, like the 90s again. If he didn't have creative control, what exactly were they expecting him to do other than just well, watch? <laughs> he was brought, I think it was just to... I think they hired him to generate buzz and they fired him when the buzz which had nothing to do with him was negative okay so it was just one of those maneuvers to generate buzz to generate buzz look see we fired this (laughs) guy that that generates buzz look we hired him nobody cares we fired him well nobody still cares (laughs) marvel studios head kevin feige has been promoted to chief creative officer over all of marvel which includes their films and television and comic book publishing. In other words, Feige is in control of everything that Marvel does now. His new role will still include directly overseeing Marvel Studios films. There's Coop. What's up, Coop? So now, if you want to do something at Marvel, if you want to make a television show, if you want to make a movie, if you want to publish a new comic book, you've got to go through Kevin Feige. All right, I'll get a hold of him if you... I mean, that's not surprising. It seems kind of inevitable. I wonder what Jeff Loeb's thinking right now. <laughs> He's yeah, thinking, yeah. as long as I don't take a pay cut, <laughs> you can call my title. I mean, is, is Kevin Feige a comic book writer? Uh, no. That's the part that bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... like his. Obviously, his forte is in film. Yeah, and yet exactly. They, they've... I've liked having the separation. The, the um, but now well. you have to go to him for your pitches and everything. Yeah. That's DC, kind of, yep. DC is a good example of that separation being important. Yeah, because, because when DC ran everything through DC, Warner, Warner Brothers, yep. all that, Warner Media, whatever they call themselves, did not go well. And they've still not completely well, that, recovered from all that. Yeah, that, that and their comics are just way better than their movies. Oh, yeah. Well, so. That's true, too. <laughs> Speaking of, as one would expect uh, with Joker breaking all the October box office records. Joker porn is the most popular genre <laughs> on Pornhub. <laughs> Over 741,000 searches were logged for Joker on the site during the first four days that the film was in theaters. Why you look at us when <laughs> I'm start, just saying, how many about, times did you guys do? Keep hitting refresh. We, there's a few oh, no. Jokers on Pornhub, but... Not like video. Not very many unless you want to well, pay for a lot yeah. of views then. I see yeah. zero jokers <laughs> on Pornhub. Well, they're searching. Apparently, they couldn't find them. I just typed it in Google, and I've got well, some. Well, it's on the, it's on the premium. Results. You have to you gotta get be premium paying if for the you premium. Want to watch the oh, you got to pay for oh, it. Yeah. Well, awful. no, you can. You well, what is this? The 90s? Come on. Nobody's paying for porn. Anybody find any other stories this week? Yeah. I know you did. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Brad? No, you got it. Uh well let's see here maybe go dig it back up dig it back up here well I I do want to talk about uh Robert Forrester just passed away right uh on Friday I guess he had a uh, brain cancer yeah he'd been fighting that for a while which is interesting because yeah was, the day he passed away was the day that El Camino came out on Netflix which was, yeah was, will be his he'd, last film he'd been acting and doing yeah. things I I finished the Twin Peaks the Return and he was in. At least 10 episodes of that. And he was really good in that. Yeah. Uh, we went back and what we watched Jackie Brown. And on the Blu-ray, it had like a bunch of 
uh, previews for his older movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Some of them that aren't so great, but it was kind of interesting because <laughs> you're watching the previews like, oh, he's pretty good in this, but everything else looks like. <laughs> and that's what, yeah, he, he was pretty good in everything he did. He was steady. <laughs> yeah. He was solid. He's always had a, you know, charismatic presence on film and on screen. But so, yeah, he had some stinkers in the 60s. How yeah. long had he been sick? I don't know. It had been a while. Uh, I just don't think he, yeah, he hadn't said anything. He just wasn't public with it. Right. Like, my dad uh, watches that Tim Allen series, Last Man Standing, and Robert Mm -hmm. Forrester was on there there playing Tim Allen's dad. And when they uncanceled that series, like, one of the first episodes back was them, like, killing off Tim Allen's dad, but they had Robert Forrester in the episode. And it actually confused my dad, because my dad thought Robert Forrester had passed away then. (laughs) And no, uh, he's hung around for a little while longer. He's prob- so. That's probably when he was diagnosed that's, that's and thinking. started seeking treatment. And knew that it was coming. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. you know, need to save that energy for recovery as opposed to right. being on set all day. Yeah. What else do you guys find this week? Anybody else? Um, okay. The, you want me to go ahead and just do the two Batman yeah, ones? Yeah. Okay. There's multiple oh. Batman stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's start at the top, though. So, okay. Here's this one. Yep. Uh, Jonah Hill, who Dropped was in out. talks, has... Dropped out. Yes. And now uh, Paul Danu is the Riddler. So I guess. Maybe Jonah Hill was the Riddler. Maybe Jonah Hill was the Riddler. Was the Penguin? Well, from what I heard. Well, he was saying he didn't, he, they were saying he <laughs> didn't want to be the Penguin. Or he yeah, had I, said. I was hearing today that uh, he, they were actually in talks to be like for him as the Riddler. And then the internet was like, oh, he's a bit chubby. Make him the Penguin. <laughs> he's not really. He's anymore. not. He, yeah, he's, he's lost, lost a lot. He lost right? a lot. But he yeah. still has, he has that head. And I've seen this with other people. So it's not exclusive to him. I'm not making <laughs> a derogatory statement. But when you're a big person, your body kind of fits. And when you undergo a dramatic weight loss like that, a lot of people, like, he's still got a big head, mm-hmm. and he's got a smaller body, so it just kind of looks weird. And there are mm-hmm. other folks that have done the same thing, so. And there's some people that are hair. the reverse, that they've been small their whole lives, and then they bulk up, and they just got a tiny head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your body is, is what it is, you know. But, uh, yeah, so he was he was rumored to play an unnamed villain. The internet wanted him as the Penguin. He was wanting to be the Riddler. Eventually, I guess they couldn't come to terms, so he dropped out. Paul Dano will How be your Riddler. How insulting is it when you're like in talks to play a Batman villain and everyone, like of all the villains, <laughs> they scream the fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he should be the fat bird guy. Yeah, But I think he'd be a good fit. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like the casting of Paul Dano a little bit more. I was, I I was a bit yeah. hesitant with Jonah Hill. I can still see Dano even doing Joker. the Penguin. Yeah. With Jonah Hill. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Not, I think not really. Paul Dano could no. probably pull off a lot of them. Yeah. Also, this week, Zoe Kravitz was cast as Catwoman. Zoe right, Kravitz is Catwoman. Interesting. Which is funny you know because what? I, I she was Catwoman. Like the, She's hot. She was Catwoman in uh, the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Funny. Yeah. She apparently had uh, tried out and went through the casting process to be in The Dark Knight Rises. And Christopher Nolan, white British guy, said she's too urban. <laughs> meaning oh, her racist. skin color's a little too dark for the role he felt. <laughs> so he cast uh, Anne Hathaway. But, like, she's, even in the, some of the comics, like, I think year one, she was, I guess, urban. Well, or, you know. Yeah. I mean, mean she, well, and we it doesn't urban. matter. We had talked about it on the Backlot podcast <laughs> that's out say. this week. But, yeah, Eartha Kitt was, the, I mean, Eartha the, was Catwoman back for the 60s version of God Catwoman. God forbid so. we've had Halle Berry. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like they haven't had a black actress play Catwoman in the past. Yeah. And I'm just okay. not his version of Catwoman. I'm kind of happy for Zoe Kravis because I haven't really, like, she's been around for a while. I think the earliest thing I ever saw her in was in Californication mm-hmm. years ago. But I feel like she hasn't really gotten too many high-profile roles. 
Yeah, the she's. I mean, she's good in what she's in. She mm-hmm. was good in uh, what's the show on HBO that I'm thinking of uh, with Nicole Kidman and yeah, the oh, pretty big little lies or something like that. Big little lies, big little lies, pretty pretty yeah. big lies or whatever the fuck it was called. Anyway, pretty she was big. good in that. Uh, she got so good we don't know the fucking name of it. <laughs> oh, I didn't say sure the show was good. I said she was. <laughs> My wife hates that. It's HBO. I'm pretty sure there's boobs. And yeah, it's okay. I don't. I don't so want to so pay good. for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll just give. He's it. not going to pay for porn. You're sure not going to pay for HBO. Yeah. Um, she was in the uh, last, not Harry Potter. Harry Potter movie. Oh, oh fantastic. She was, she was decent movie. in that. She didn't have much. I mean, the role was shitty, but she was fine in it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that, you could sum up a lot of her movie roles like that. She she's was good, good in the movie it, was shit. not a whole lot yeah. to do. Kind I, of like Mad Max, Fury Road. Mm-hmm. She's good in it, but there's not a whole I lot to do. She much she to do was, in it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know she was Jason Momoa's stepdaughter either, which I thought yeah. was cool. So. Um, stepdaughter? No. No, that's not right. wife. Yeah, I think they're married. They're married. No, Jason Momoa was married to Lisa Bonet, her mom. Yeah, what? it is her mom. No, because yeah. I thought Mama, Okay, let's play Family Tree. I thought Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet were together, which is how we have Zoe Kravitz and Jason Momoa is with were. Zoe. But no, they're, I, maybe they're all no, sleeping so. together. I the article I saw said stepdaughter, so I'm going to be real embarrassed if they're no, married. I'm, I'm Lenny like Kravitz's wife was Jason Momoa's wife. I think they're all just fine. Did you ever see that <laughs> HBO? You know what? And seriously, though, if you had to pick like four people just to go at it, that's a pretty good-looking group of four. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a Pornhub <laughs> searches are going to go up. <laughs> Did you ever watch like, that HBO special with Carrie Fisher? It is, it is the daughter, because it says on here, Jason Momoa says Zoe Kravitz's husband, Carl Glessman, is a sexy motherfucker. Oh. Who the fuck's Carl? I don't know who the fuck, fuck Carl is. I don't know, but if he's sexy, let's get him involved, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. gonna... He's going to be the pink one. Uh, <laughs> ding dong. Catwoman's stepdad is Aquaman. That's interesting. There you go. Did you ever watch that HBO special that Carrie Fisher did before she died? Uh, the stand-up one? Yes. Or the, the documentary? The stand-up. Yeah, the stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you remember that when she had that chalkboard out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With her, her and Eddie Fisher and Yeah, and like, and, yeah, it's yeah. like her daughter's here, her daughter's <laughs> boyfriend's here. Yeah, it's like, now she's going through everything. Like, Tell me, are they related? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was pretty funny. That's kind of what we're dealing with here. Any other news? Or are we good on that? I think we're good. All right. Brad's got some I was going to say that. Oh, yeah. I've got, well, I saw a couple of things we'll today. Um, one of which, I guess they're doing, like Blumhouse is doing a remake of The Craft, and they announced the day yes. that David Duchovny has been cast. Which is weird, because I don't think of any any leading male roles from that movie where it's like, ooh, he's going to, you know yeah, what I mean? It didn't specify what character he was playing. It was he's playing of... one of the females. <laughs> I was going to say. Did, did a... you watch Twin Peaks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, weird, it's weird that they would get him for a role in that film if there's not really any, unless they're creating a new role, apparently. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And, Maybe uh, he's the devil. I could see that. Be kind of a fun devil. Yeah. Um, and I also saw, like, in CBS's uh, new adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand, yes. they announced today uh, today that they had cast Greg Kinnear yes. um, as one of the characters. Uh, uh, he's not Glenn. Glenn. Is he Glenn? Yeah. Yeah. Heather uh, Heather Graham's also been cast this week. Oh, she's really? doing things. I'm that. happy for her. Well, yeah, we were literally just talking about her the other day. I'm like, where's she been? Well, apparently she's been waiting for somebody from CBS All Access to call to get her in the <laughs> she's, stand. She's got the same roller skates from Boogie Nights, just rolling around in the studios waiting for someone to cast <laughs> her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. Damn it, right. Heather will cast you in something. Remember when I was Roller Girl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> it's... Uh, it's weird though seeing the stand cast come together because when that original the TV made for TV movie came out, 
like they had old people in it, or at least it felt like they were old at the time. They were probably in their forties and fifties too. But like Gary Sinise looks like he's been fifty his entire life, right? Ooh, yeah, true. Yeah. But, but you know, or and they had just it felt like an older cast, and now they're casting people like our age and younger, and it's like playing characters that are supposed to be older. It's kind of weird. Like Whoopi Goldberg is playing Mother Abigail, which I know she's not some spring chicken, but she's not like Cicely Tyson old or anything like no. that, you know? You know, they got to appeal to the younger audience. I guess. I guess that's who's going to watch it. Oh, I just now realized that James Marsden's in it. I'm looking at the yeah. cast on this article. They've got a pretty <laughs> solid cast. Another guy who's looks, who hasn't really aged much. Yeah, he's been like, 50 years old for his entire life as well. Yeah. He still looks like Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, I do have to correct something from last week. It's been bugging me. Ever since I went back and re-listened to last week's episode. Uh, the GDIQ didn't stand for goddamn IQ? No. <laughs> no, it's still no, no, it, it involves we're this. Not, we're, not, we're not clarifying. Gina Davis. I made a joke about multiplicity. That wasn't Gina Davis. That was Annie McDowell. But the only thing they have in common is that they're both not relevant. So <laughs> you can see how I got them mixed up. The, the ADIQ. <laughs> He's just been waiting to burn Gina Davis. This whole I guess time. so. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm putting this in my Sneak pocket. Sneak that in there. Yeah, I'm hanging on to this Earth for girls are easy. Is, that, that's a joke I should have made. There Whatever. You Do you have something to say? Yeah, I just want to. Did you listen to the message on the hotline? There wasn't one. Uh, Abraham from Walking Dead wanted his mustache back. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Nobody called. Just somebody should have called. Right? Been... <laughs> now, if you'd actually had somebody call and play that, we'd have we were gonna, that. I was going to. She was actually going to take a picture of you next to him and say. I was going to Photoshop you guys. Yeah, I was saying. Do the face swap. We like yeah. our mustaches. <laughs> or yeah. Yeah. In other news. <laughs> He's gonna dodge it. Well, here's this is kind of yeah. like a well, next week. That fucking <laughs> mustache already. won't be there. Oh, it'll be there. Oh, it's gonna be there. Oh, it's gonna be more gotta, prominent. Yeah. He's gonna define it. I want to dye it next week. You know? <laughs> orange. It's gonna be orange yeah, for orange. Halloween. <laughs> orange. In other news, this is kind of a instructional series of in other newses we have this week. Let's see here. First up. Wood River, Nebraska. The Nebraska State Patrol says a trooper found nearly 70 pounds of marijuana inside gift wrap boxes in a vehicle. The discovery happened Thursday afternoon on Interstate 80 near Wood River in South Central Nebraska. South Central Nebraska. That's like the hood in no, Nebraska. I've never been. Nor have I, but apparently South Central Nebraska. The trooper had pulled over a sport utility vehicle on suspicion of following another vehicle too closely. A search of the SUV turned up 68 pounds of marijuana in large gift-wrapped boxes. The well, trooper my says that, not getting their Christmas presents. Yeah, right. the trooper says the driver told him the packages were gifts for a new baby. The 56-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> the 56-year-old California man was arrested on several drug-related charges. The incident was reminiscent of a 2017 incident in which an elderly California couple were found with 60 pounds of pot in gift-wrapped packages in their car on I-80. The couple, ages 80 and 71, told troopers the packages were Christmas gifts for family in Vermont. So folks are uh, coming from California where the weed is legal and plentiful, putting them in gift wrap boxes and thinking they're going to get through Nebraska. Well, well stop Nebraska writing. State Patrol has another thought for them. Stop writing people's asses. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they might have been fucked up, and we're just like, just stay right with them. Yeah. Just follow them. <laughs> follow traffic law. If they were too fucked up, they would have been driving like 30. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. they were just aware enough to be like, just stay with them. <laughs> stay on the floor. Like, I don't know how you guys... have a baby shower. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's the kind of baby showers I don't get invited to. It's like, I don't, I'd I go to a baby, baby shower if that was going to be the case. It's like uh, that scene in uh, Black Sheep where they pull them over. It's like, I don't know how you guys do things there, but here we pull over on the... 
you know, side of the road, not in the middle, like in the median. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that or not. In the black sheep. I do remember that. There was one episode on <laughs> A&E where somebody pulled over in the... On the uh, live PD. Yeah, on the live PD. Uh, yeah. They pulled over like in, in the, the middle. Probably of Springfield. <laughs> or just stop right in the middle of the road. <laughs> in that lane. I'm trying to remember where it was at. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, they're actually, Springfield, they're, they're they didn't renew their contract. Yeah, they're not oh, going to do it in, for it the time being. Well, it's getting embarrassing, that's why. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad tourism Too many campaign. episodes available. I just wonder how long that show will actually last. last. As long as there are stupid people. As long as cops lasted. I felt I, like... Well, cops isn't it, cops still on? It, cops is still on. Yeah. Oh, we'll maybe, and maybe you guys have a different perspective <laughs> on this, but I felt like when Live PD was in Springfield, it's almost like a dare. Like people were doing stupid yes. shit just to get on live yes. TV. That's what I've always yeah. said. I think that's a dare. Like, I, that's what I've like. done <laughs> shit to try to get on TV. That's what it felt like. Yeah. I hate to like bring this up, but someone that I work with, <laughs> a family member of theirs, was on it, and it wasn't <laughs> good. It was. It involved like a crash, and mm. yeah, it's. I hope they don't listen to this podcast. They don't. I mean, I hope they that's do. Listen to the <laughs> they don't. I hope they don't listen to the podcast. I just hope they didn't hear the severity of the accident. They might not listen to anything. This is true. From Provo, Utah, an Uber passenger in Utah is facing charges after police say he used the ride-hailing service to transport nearly 11 pounds of meth. The Provo <laughs> Daily Oh yeah. The Provo Daily Herald reports that Edgar Esteban Ramos Valdez was arrested Friday following a confrontation with a Provo, Utah officer who spotted the Uber passenger acting nervously. According to a police report, an Uber driver picked up the 22-year-old at a Provo hotel and came into the vehicle with a bag of meth. The Uber driver drew police attention by following too closely and making <laughs> improper lane changes. The suspicious officer brought in a canine to the scene and found the bag of drugs. Valdez was charged with possession of illegal drugs with intent to distribute. It's not known if he has an attorney. I'm going to guess not. Stop writing people's this asses when drugs. Episode. I'm telling yeah, you, if you, if you have drugs, if you have drugs and you don't want to be found, don't ride people's asses. If you have drugs and you do want to be noticed by a policeman, Right, right there. I think in this, this case, this it was all random. an Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, the Uber driver was smart, I guess, in that yeah. respect. And finally, from Santa Fe, New Mexico. All these are kind of from that southwest a little bit as well. A New oh, Mexico man is facing charges. Nebraska southwest. Well, south-central Nebraska. Oh, okay. A Santa <laughs> Fe, that's close enough. A New Mexico man is facing charges after authorities say he attempted to bribe a sheriff's deputy during a suspected drunk driving stop. The Santa Fe New Mexican reports that Philip Quintata was arrested early Saturday following an alleged $10,000 bribe and a promise to the deputy to, quote, make you happier than you can imagine. <laughs> In the that can be I can imagine a lot. <laughs> Authorities say the 36-year-old was pulled over after his black Chevy Camaro was clocked going 72 and a 35 outside Well, Santa at least Fe. he wasn't following too no, he wasn't. He was, yeah. Yeah, so well, he was passing close. everybody, so he couldn't follow anybody too close. Someone's following him too close. Exactly, the sheriff. Uh, Santa Fe County Sheriff's Deputy... Uh, says that he smelled of alcohol and refused an alcohol breathalyzer test. Authorities found authorities found twenty five thousand dollars in cash, oxycodone pills, and thirty five grams of cocaine inside the car. 
He was charged with drunk driving, suspicion of bribery of a public officer, and trafficking controlled substances. And if the dash cam hadn't been on, <laughs> that ten thousand would have gone to somebody. Wouldn't be a story. And he would have had yeah, a. And it would have been a happy ending. Face. Yeah, he would have got a happy ending. Exactly. Apparently, is what it sounds like. Cocaine and hookers. So yes. he wasn't lying. He Fireball. had the money. Yeah, that was my oh, question. Ten thousand dollars was a, a real bribe. That actually sounds like a really nice time. It's like, hey, cocaine. Oh, yeah. Oh. We actually a guy that <laughs> makes funnel cakes. Let me let me turn off the dash cam real quick. This is true. <laughs> story. True story. You can tell the story. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. We we kind of had this like little tradition for our anniversary. We go to Palm de Terre. Mm-hmm. And so we went and there's always like this little like trailer. It's a food truck. Food truck kind of. Well, <laughs> to call it a truck. It's if you want to call trailer. it. Yeah, it's a food trailer thing. And he's always on the side of the road and we've been there a couple times and I've always seen it and it's like funnel cakes. Come on. In. I'm like, you know what? Let's go get a funnel cake. So we go and we get a funnel cake and we sit down and read and he comes over and he's just dripping with sweat. Okay, yeah, it's hot, but it's not. It's not. That it's hot. like eighty. Yeah, it's not that hot. <laughs> so he sits. Well, down he's sitting over a funnel cake thing too. He's he's frying oil. So yeah, it's true. It, no, it's like one of those. <laughs> it's one of those fryers that's outside. Like you deep fry your turkey yeah. in. That, that's oh, yeah. There's a nice fried. breeze going. It's like eighty-five. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it's it's not it's not hot enough to be sweating. I'm like wearing a jacket. Was, no. <laughs> anyways, so Walking we sit down. No he comes over. On, he sits yeah. down with us, and he starts telling us his life story and how he is. How how many months sober? It was like months or years. No, nah, he was fifteen at least. minutes. <laughs> yeah, he was, from the time cocaine <laughs> part, he was over a year. Yeah, but he was drunk but last he's still night. Doing, yeah, he's still doing the fireball. <laughs> so yes, our our funnel cake guy. <laughs> The highlight of our anniversary was. I think we had a show about cocaine <laughs> Yes, like was shortly after that. This yeah. guy talking to us about how he had he's sober, trying to get sober off of the cocaine and fireball. And you know, he's sniffing and, the powdered sugar and, and, that goes on the funnel cake. Yeah, that the funnel cake was fucking <laughs> awesome. Oh, yes. So, the only question. so I'm kind of wondering what was. But he wasn't thing. there this year. No, I. He might have died from all the. He might have relapsed. We're kind of we're kind of uh, curious of what's happened to him. So yeah. if he listens, I mean, we need him. I thought this like, was going to involve like money and like happy ending. <laughs> oh no! This is oh, cocaine sorry, and fireball. cocaine and fireball. Cocaine and fireball. <laughs> it's all a right. good party. Well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC stands for Pop Goes the Culture at PGTC Podcast. You can find our social media links, how to reach us by email, the hotline number if you want to call and talk about the mustaches, and more yeah. at popgoestheculture.com. Last week's pop quiz, real quick, uh, we asked what's your favorite tabletop game because Game Expo was going on last weekend in Springfield. With zero votes, Magic the Gathering came in dead fucking I am honest. so happy for that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to get me. It takes down that tyrant. I I know so many people that are in that, and it's just, it's so annoying. They don't listen to the show and vote, apparently. (laughs) We have children who. Well, play that. Yeah. one of our daughters. Children? Well, you well can't yeah, because yeah. she plays. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I she's children. your daughter. I, but I don't, can you, <laughs> you consider don't her like, your a, kid a, like a child? Because like child? she's well, she's legally an adult. She's an adult, but but they're if, still kids. Yeah, yeah. And her boyfriend. He, he's just he's horrible in it. They play down there. Is he sweaty? Cozart. Maniacs. Mm-hmm. He's sweaty, isn't he? Huh? Is he sweaty? Keep sweaty? About sweaty? Yeah. No, he's not sweaty. Uh, he's he's not on the cocaine. <laughs> a lot of the magic he's, he's not on the cocaine. He's not fat. Yeah, he's he's not. like six foot three and skinny as a rail. Yeah. How many funnel cakes did you eat? 
Don't worry about that, man. I don't I'm snorting them straight. <laughs> at, That's a personal question. With 13% of the vote. Extra special powdered sugar. With 13% of the vote at number three, Monopoly. People mm. don't like the Monopoly. Or their family. It's been around forever. Yeah. I chose it. But get laughed. It's a did family I did, I people did vote for, Yeah, though. People voted for it. I, am yeah. a, I voted for Monopoly. Well, there you go. Yeah. And tied for first. It was a straight up tie with the same number of votes. 43% of the vote were at D&D and Texas Hold'em. Yep. Which is pretty interesting. Two weird. polar opposites. Of yeah, those are two very different. Between people that have sex there. and people that don't. There's a weird that's kind of that, that's, that's, that's the goal between the two. I suggested D&D too. I, so. I, I, I found a d if you're out there listening. You know. I was cleaning out my car this week and I found a D&D character I'd created. I only got to play like twice. He was a cobalt, and his name was Quato. So wait, wait, wait. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about. Yeah, we car. don't know. I don't anything know anything about D and D. Okay, I. We're the like, ones that do have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife so, tells me we will. You can have sex in D and D. So, so what? What like when you say you created a character? Is this like something you got like some modeling clay? You went to Dollar General and got you like some. No, like you have a piece of no, 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 paper. You go through. You go through the rule book and you pick your what race you want to be, what archetype you want. You know be. when you're playing video games and you're at the character creation screen? It's yes. like that, but on paper. Like that's that what it is paper. on paper, and it takes like hours if some folks. Well, that's no as opposed fun. to the I five minutes. Like, of people making their own. There's like, also board. Hero Forge oh, where you yeah. can make your mini, what you use yeah. on the on the game board. Really? And yeah. you, and my wife doesn't give a shit about D and D, but we'll sit there and just make characters for no reason at all on Hero Forge. Oh yeah, she thinks it's the coolest shit. Wait, so what's Hero Forge? It's just it's an online tool to make your characters. So you don't and so like sends it you, and then it sends you what you made. Like, yeah, you, you pay like thirty five yeah. bucks and they send you a little deal and you paint it and you play with it. And Wait, you have to paint it yourself? Yeah, you have to paint well, it yourself. that's just is nah. it made of wood? That's a hobby. People it's made do. of it's like three D printed. Yeah, yeah, it's like three D printed. Gotcha. If you pay a little extra, will they paint it for you? No, I don't think so. In China, they will. Yeah, but then, but that's, that's not a, that's that's not a joke. So that's the answer take a little is yes. Here, that's <laughs> on the right website, they will. will paint your mini I do the the hero. I think it's Hero Machine or something where it's like an avatar creator, and you spend like hours creating your character, and you just print it off. So what if I just drop a GI uh, Joe right on the D and D? Ooh, that's a good. Yeah. Whatever you I don't want. think anyone yeah. gives a shit really. I mean, like as long as you're yeah. playing, they don't really care. And the it's rules are he can use his guns. There you go. I mean, they have D and D campaigns. They have you know. How about Polly like Pocket? That. There you go. Oh, Polly sure, Pocket. Hells yes, Polly Pocket's <laughs> the star of the show. All right. All right. I got a Polly Pocket D&D. riding a My Little Pony. <laughs> we got to find some Polly Pockets. and G.I. Joe's riding My Little Ponies. Yes. We used to do that in the Diamond backyard pony. in the sandbox. <laughs> yeah. Until <laughs> <laughs> they got all shot up. Me and Polly yeah. Pocket used to be pretty close. We used to play Polly Pocket. She pool. was in your front pocket. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to everyone who voted. We'll have a new pop quiz for you a little bit later on in the show. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. It's that most wonderful time of the year again. That's right. Geekmas is coming. Fanatics of the Fan presents Geekmas, Springfield's one-of-a-kind geek Christmas event on Saturday, December 7th at the Creamery Arts Center in downtown Springfield, Missouri. There'll be gaming, movies, cosplay, photo ops, panel programming, and vendors with just what you need to pick up a gift for that hard-to-shop-for geek in your life. That's Saturday, December 7th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. For more information, go to Facebook and search Geekmas 2019. This weekend in pop culture history, October 18th, 1620, the Mayflower landed at Plymouth Rock in Massachusetts. Landed or did it just no, it like... Landed. No, yeah, it, it flew in. It flew in. And yeah. It, <laughs> it 
crash landed and <laughs> no, dropped the Wright like brothers a sack were in charge of that. <laughs> October eighteenth, nineteen twenty-two, the British Broadcasting Company, the BBC, was founded, and they're still kicking. They are October eighteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Roseanne premiered. On oh, ABC, yeah. she's not still kicking. She's well, she's alive. She's, well, she's, she's not on her. She's not on her. She doesn't look like alive and racist. She's a new president. <laughs> oh yeah, she's in, yeah, she's she, similar. She, she keeps it up. She probably got promoted to some cabinet position. I want to say she actually ran for president at one. No, point, I think she's she wanted to. Out. I think yeah, she, yeah. She was started to, and then was like, didn't realize yeah. that yeah, it takes money. He's like yeah, nobody's going to give her money. Trump's already paid for his way in, so I'm out. And October 18th is National No Beard Day. <laughs> right Which, before No Shave no November. November. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Shave that shit off on October 18th and grow it all out in November. Well, you shaved it off just in time, Charlie. There you just go. Just before time. Yeah, apparently, yeah. I, I missed that memo. Yeah, Popcorn. I, I did too. Birthdays this weekend. Friday, October the 18th, Coach Mike Ditka turns 80 years old. Did he brought that popcorn in on a, in a <laughs> yeah, stainless yeah. steel bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get I, your I popcorn here. I would have put some different I've never, I've never been <laughs> in a movie here. <laughs> you never got oh, wait, what? I might try a little bit of Tennis player Martina <laughs> Navratilova turns 63 years old. Thank you, Cooper. Martina Navratilova. Boxer Tommy Hearns, the first boxer to win world titles in five weight divisions. So you start small and work your way up as you get older, I guess. Turn 61. It's a lot of donuts. Or you get more frail as you get older, I suppose. You You start at the featherweight. You keep eating donuts until you get to the heavyweight. There you go. Okay, see you in a little bit. Coop. Later, Coop. Thank you. Actor Jean-Claude Van Damme turns 59 years old. I thought he was older. Van Damme. Because isn't Stallone like in his 70s? Uh-oh. Yeah, Stallone is. I, I thought he was how like he celebrates his birthday. It's not Van Damme? Yeah, By doing the splits between two moving vehicles. Can he still do the splits? Oh, fuck yeah. Skier Lindsey Vaughn <laughs> turns like, 35. So does actress Frida Pinto. And actor Zac Efron turns 32 on Friday. That fucker's older than me. Yeah, which yeah, means no, when he was in High School Musical, he was already like... 28 years old or whatever. I was going to say, I was already out of high school when that was on. High School Musical was like 10 years ago. Well, you know, he was like 22 then. I liked High School Musical. (laughs) Saturday the 19th, author John LeCar turns 88 years old. Actor Michael Gambon, Dumbledore, turns 69, no, 79 years old, excuse me. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, he looks terrible for 69. (laughs) Actor John Lithgow turns 74 years old. Boxer Evander Holyfield turns 57 Writer-director, actor Jean Favreau turns 53 years old. I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. I didn't realize Evander Holyfield was that young. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah exactly. I kind of figured Evander Holyfield ice. was older. Well, no. John Favreau's always been money, so it's okay. Actor Chris Kattan turns 49 years old, and director Jason Reitman turns 42 on Saturday. Sunday, October the 20th. This one kind of blew me away. Actor Vigo Mortensen turns 61 years old. I don't even know no that shit. Is. Sounds no about shit. right. Harry Potter casted no spells in the movie The Jungle, just so you know. Oh, what? yeah, we watched that. <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about. We watched. Wrestler Scott Hall turns 60 years old on Sunday. Actor William Zabka from Cobra Kai, The Karate Kid, turns 54. Wrestler Chavo Guerrero Jr. turns 49. Rapper Snoop Dogg turns 48 years old on Sunday. He looks, looks like he should be older. <laughs> he looks like yeah, he I should be older. I thought he was like 100 already. <laughs> and actor John Krasinski turns 40 
on Sunday. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthday this weekend. So drugs didn't preserve Snoop Dogg like they do some other people. It depends on what drugs. Yeah, yeah weed actually pickles you, but in a in a slower pickly looking way. Yes, meth <laughs> is like an instant yeah. age. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, trying to think. Who are you thinking of that drugs did preserve? Keith, Keith Richards. He's looked the same yeah, since shit. the seventies. <laughs> yeah, he's he was prematurely old, and he stayed that same age <laughs> I, even as he's gotten older. There's a lot of people that was like addicted to cocaine and stuff that are yeah. They still look. It's like all uppers. Tim that Allen, keep, it's uppers that keep you happy. Yeah, yeah. it's the uppers that keep you because you're happy. You're happy, yeah, and, you're, and it's, yeah. it's smiling. positive attitude yep. keeps you. Young. And after a while, weed can kind of you kind of start getting depressed in a way you the, really don't you the keep mopies. eating ice cream though. yeah the mopies that's a good one the mopies the mopies ice cream it. i don't know if they have that no. i'm sure they do oh. i'm sure i'm sure you can new this week in entertainment at the box office this weekend maleficent mistress of evil out right now i bet you there's somebody watching that movie right now i bet it's on pornhub my daughter's I'll watching it tomorrow <laughs> which i shouldn't have said after the pornhub thing <laughs> <laughs> Zombieland 2. Well, your daughter's tap. like 18. And it's, <laughs> it's like 8. Zombieland oh, 2 yeah. Double Tap yeah. out this weekend as well. I don't know. They, at the menu they've got here, you know, every once in a while they'll throw a menu together for a movie. And uh, yeah. they've got a Zombieland menu, which is like all Twinkies. Yeah, like oh, they've, got a, they've got a Twinkie milkshake. It's a milkshake with a fucking Twinkie in it. Uh, they've got all kinds of Twinkies on the Twinkies menu. Twinkies today are not really the same as what they used to be, though. No, I know. That's the only movie well, they they that's not so. Zombie Land It's like two. the Peanuts yeah. we talked about last time. Yeah. Out of curiosity, has Abigail Breslin done anything since the last Zombieland movie? That Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. zombie movie? She's been waiting for this. Wasn't that her in that? There was an Arnold Schwarzenegger zombie uh, zombie movie, and she I missed his, it. She was his daughter, and she was bitten. Maggie? Called Maggie? Yeah. Um, okay. The key, the whatever it's called, the sign at Family Video said, uh, "Rent Maggie and get hard today." <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember seeing yeah, that. Republic because they came yeah, out in Republic. <laughs> There's still Family Videos. There's yeah. a few of them hanging on. Yeah, <laughs> CBD in the porn section. That's the only thing keeping them alive. <laughs> there you go. People rent <laughs> the porn section at Family Video. There is. Yeah, yeah. There that's how you get in a family. Like there. Yeah, it's in the clo- You got to go through the bathroom. And there's a secret door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yep. It's, it's a, a hole in it. It's like sexy Narnia. Because when they were all, <laughs> yeah. there you go. When they were all with cock hanging out, greet you at the door. When they were all movie gallery, they didn't have porn. Pull the handle, he says. Come with me. Out on home video this week if you're going to the family video. <laughs> Crawl over the cock hard Narnia goat. We're all going to get like a you, nice you stop steak at the and light post and then take a left. Family video. Yeah. <sighs> Crawl is out on home video. That's the alligator movie that came out this summer. Stuber with Batista and uh, Kumal, Kumal Nanjiani. Art of Self Defense with Jesse Eisenberg. Three from Hell. Remember when that was in a theater showing in one theater in LA one like last night? week? Yeah, two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Out on home video right now. Night Hunter. That's the Henry Cavill chasing down a serial killer movie that came out and then nobody saw because it was in a theater for a weekend and then left. And Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. All those out on home video this week. We watched a Batista movie. Yes. What'd you watch? Escape. It has. Or The uh, Escape, maybe. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it was just shitty. Batista. It's not a prison one, is it? Yes. Yeah, well, no, okay. yes and no. Right. There's no they go like, into story. a prison. Right. Wasn't that the one that had Schwarzenegger and Stallone in it? No, no that's no, Incredibles. That's yeah. Or Incredibles. Or not Incredibles. <laughs> it's been the yeah, same difference. Yeah. <laughs> same difference. No, it was it was shitty. Like no story whatsoever. Just yeah. 
Let's just go in and save these guys. The only thing it was missing was uh, Jason Statham. Sometimes people just make those movies. They need money. Yeah. There's a lot of folks made a lot of work. I'm trying to figure figure out when he squeezed that one in. Between Between everything else? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's a busy guy. He's almost rock busy. Batista is. That's busy. good. Really? good I didn't know he was in movies he's in besides every... the Guardians of the Galaxy. He kind of plays a badass. Not... Yeah, he's in a lot yeah, of movies, but he's never in a big role. He's always yeah, like, yeah, it's, he, it he's was like a part-time every, role. Yeah, every time yeah. he uh, shows up in a movie, you're like, oh, Wait, shit, he's, he's in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Dragon Tears. Yeah, he's in one. Shotgun. Dragon Tears, I think is what he called him. Isn't he at the beginning of the Blade Runner sequel? Yeah, I think he is. He's in one of the James Bond flicks. He's in the, what was the name of that one? Hotel Artemis? Yeah, I didn't see that one. I saw that. He's got small parts in a lot of movies. I saw the other one that came out at that time, the Bad Times. Bad Times, the Royale. I kind of liked that movie. I liked it. I still haven't seen that one. I watched Hotel Artemis and said, and then no one talked about that one. They talk about Bad Ro- or Hell Royale. I mean, it wasn't yeah. a great movie, but it wasn't yeah, horrible no either. <laughs> Interesting piece that's of trivia. About different that movie, movie, I mean. Uh, <laughs> over the, um, the girl that's uh, the the sister of the one chick. I don't remember what her name <laughs> that's was. Good. That's she, a she great was the, description, by the way. Yeah, I know. The boyfriend of... or the girl. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the alcohol is kicking my ass. Thor's <laughs> girlfriend. Thor's girlfriend. She's from Springfield. Okay. Really? Not Kaylee Spaney. She was in my acting class yeah, before yeah. I joined. I actually got to meet her last year. Cool. But yeah, she's in that new craft that's coming out. Too. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you yeah. said something about that. Yeah. Very cool. You like it when the local kids make big. Yeah. Her new- first movie was Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she was too. I can't watch Transformer style movies. Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. Uh, new comics this week. DC's got a bunch of new stuff. Aquaman, new Batman, Justice League, Metal Men, number one. <laughs> Nightwing, Superman smashes the clan with a K. It is what you think it is. That's uh, Superman, uh, year one, Jimmy Olsen, Teen Titans, all from DC. Anything DC side that I missed that people need to be aware of? Uh, one Shot, Tales from the Dark, Multiverse, Nightfall, number one. Ooh, I saw there that. I think that's, that's everything else was covered. It was With kind DC. of a small week for yeah for DC. I got a question for I you. I needed it though. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any extra copies of that Joker, John Carpenter? No, I sold out of that. Damn. I've looked week. everywhere. I have I another question for you. Are you guys going to get any of that popcorn inside of your head or just on the <laughs> fucking table over there? <laughs> it's hard work hitting you. We're decorating. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They have people, you know, that they get you know, paid for yeah, this. If, is if we didn't security. trash There's just as much popcorn yeah. on the yeah. table as yeah. 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 The next time Coop comes in, that's what he'll be doing. Yeah, you'll have to clean up your guys' mess over there. Over at Marvel, Absolute Carnage continues with more tie-ins and the main book. Black Panther and Agents of Wakanda, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, and X-Men number one this week from Marvel Comics. Anything on the Marvel side that I missed? Uh, there's a one-shot called Crazy, uh, number one parody stories that take place in the Mar- Marvel Universe. Hmm. Featuring CeeLo Green. And then Captain, <laughs> Captain Marvel, if you haven't um, announced that one. And that's, yeah, that's it. Also, other releases, Gideon Falls, Rick and Morty versus D&D 2, number two, Tank Girl, other stuff going on. New collectibles this week, lots of Funko Pops. Funko's getting all political on us. JFK, Jackie Kennedy, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan Funko Pops, uh, College Mascot Funko Pops. I've seen a bunch of Fortnite Funko Pops. They've Yeah, they've had those out for a while. Yeah. How's oh, the yeah. JFK one? Is it okay? 
It's not been shot. If that's what you're okay. Saying. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not fucking like Marilyn Monroe. Right. Pop, right. okay. yeah. It does not that have its cock stuck in your Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> it's got a. Pop. It's got a JFK and an executed JFK. Yeah, uh, you can trade heads. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this weekend's Spotlight Convention, Baltimore Comic Con, home of the Ringo Awards for comics. Ringo. The Ringo, based on or named after uh, Mike Way Ringo. Oh. oh. Not the lizard. Not the yeah. Not not Johnny not Depp Rango. lizard. Yeah, Rango, I, thought, I thought that was Rango. Yeah. I, I thought Rango. you were saying Ringo. It was Ringo, like Ringo Starr, but it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, I was thinking Ringo Starr. I was thinking it's Ringo. It's not the Ringo Star Wars. What does Ringo, Ringo have to do with comics? Not a pair of shoes just like those, but they were different. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this week's pop quiz. We are asking. We're going to talk about this question, and we're going to come up with at least three, maybe four, no more than four answers that to our pop quiz, and we're going to throw it out there for folks to vote on. The topic, the quiz is: What is now that we're getting close to Halloween? Your favorite use or depiction of Halloween in entertainment and pop culture? Think about all the, the Halloween. word Halloween. Could be the word, could be TV shows, movies, video games, anything involving Halloween. Coop's back for a minute until <laughs> he has to run off again. For a hot minute, yeah. We have just asked the question your favorite use or depiction of Halloween in entertainment and pop culture? Thinking about the way the holiday Halloween has been used, could be horror related, but not necessarily, it doesn't have to be. I mean, if we're just coming up with uh, four answers here, potentially four, mm-hmm. I mean, the obvious one would be, you know, John Carpenter's Halloween. That's kind of the go-to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I imagine some people would make an argument for Thriller, Michael Jackson. I'm not one of those people. I don't say that. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with Halloween. I mean, it's horror. Horror, yeah. horror elements. But I don't think it takes place on Halloween, though. I'm no. thinking Donnie Darko. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Oh, that's a good one. That was place on Halloween. It yeah, place on Halloween. it was the countdown to Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know a lot of folks. Yeah, say, I mean, uh, yeah, he got late at his Halloween party. Nightmare I don't remember that. Christmas. Huh. What was it? Frank Nightmare the Rabbit. It would be I don't Halloween think he just or Christmas. Like that because I was say, we'll it's pull that out in two months again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to watch it again. Hold on, I got a few things. Uh, the community Halloween episodes. Oh, I like those. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, especially the one where the the zombie one. Everyone got a. Rabies, like a form of rabies that turned them into rapid zombies. Yeah, at the From Halloween bad party. Taco meat. Charlie Brown, Great Pumpkin. Oh, the Great yeah. Pumpkin, of course. Yeah. What about that um, '80s Grinch cartoon where he's right, he's in Halloween? No, that wasn't the '80s. That was, was like it? '60s. Was it the '60s? When I they think did that I one? think it was before the Christmas one. Honestly, wow. Hmm. There's yeah, the Grinch. What's I know the Grinch stole. Not stole. It's a Grinch Halloween. Yeah, a Grinch Halloween. I'll look up the name of it. Yeah, I think Isn't it got re-released Halloween? in the eighties. I think it's it probably so. Yeah, no. it's not very good. No, <laughs> and I don't know if the Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas was on Halloween. Yeah, that's what Coop was talking about. I think yeah, we can no. we can mention it now, and then we can mention it again in a couple of years. Because I, th- I think it was. I there thought was, it's like it at starts the on Halloween. It started at Halloween. Well, it but starts it on Halloween. Yeah, it starts with Jack coming back from Halloween. So technically, it starts November first. But yeah, I don't know. That'll work. Sure. What else? I, was, I thought it did. I don't know. He said Dead by Daylight video game. Have they thrown in some Halloween? They always do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got some stuff going on right now that lasts all the way through. Every year, they do something. I know Halloween, it's not really Halloween, but it's an older game. Is uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That old <laughs> NES oh, Super Nintendo yeah, Sega game. Yeah, NES game. Yeah. yeah, it's got the cheesy 80s element to mm-hmm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Night of the Comets. It's super like, solid right. after. It's pretty expensive <laughs> to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still have my original. <laughs> nice. 
Any other thoughts? Halloween. I know he said Halloween, like John Carpenter's Halloween, right. but there's also Halloween, Halloween 3. Halloween 3, which is, yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Season of the Witch. <laughs> which is totally different. It's the one movie in the franchise that is completely... <laughs> which I like the original idea. You it's own thing. Make different make stories anthology. around Halloween. They yeah. should have kept that up. Uh, that movie, uh, Trick or Treat. I was going to say, talk about Halloween. It's a better quality yeah, franchise than the Cloverfield franchise. Yeah. Were they on Halloween? Sort of um, I'm just saying, if he, if they had stuck with that original plan of making the Halloween series anthology, uh, an anthology, yeah. Any other thoughts? There was uh, there was another kids movie. Oh, well, I know was... uh, Hocus Pocus. Is a oh yeah, big that's one. a big Hocus one. Big one. Really yeah. That. I'm trying to think. All right. Well, we've got a few. Let's start whittling this list down. I'll run through what we've mentioned so far. We're coming up with that we can do three and leave other as an mm-hmm. option. The shitty thing about that is people will vote for other and they won't comment with what other they chose. <laughs> so just not with it's kind of a yeah. It's kind of. But I think we've got enough. We can come up with four out of this. So we've got John Carpenter's Halloween, Donnie Darko, Nightmare Before Christmas, the Community Halloween episodes. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, the Grinch Halloween episode. Uh, the Dead by Daylight Halloween content, Halloween 3, Trick or Treat, Hocus Pocus. Any of those jump out as, like, got to have that in the list. Hocus Pocus. I, I think Hocus sure. Pocus and the Charlie Brown. The yeah, Pumpkin. Pumpkin. those definitely. That. Yeah. Okay. So that gives us two right off the bat, and they're kind of That's family like the Christmas friendly. story at Christmas time. Yeah, you yeah. got yeah. a movie <laughs> that one plays <laughs> religiously on exactly. TV. Yeah, nonstop. I've never seen the Grinch Halloween. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't, yeah, yeah, no one really was. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll, we'll not get off the list, but yes, there is He's a like, Grinch I Halloween. I made it up. Yeah, no, no, no I know it exists. <laughs> no, it exists. I've seen it. Yeah. I freestyled that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all are welcome. <laughs> uh, so we've got a couple that are more family friendly. So we got the Great Pumpkin and Hocus Pocus. Anybody else want to throw out any of these others that you think just to give people a spread in the poll as they're voting in the pop quiz this week. Should we think of something that doesn't have to do with a movie or a TV show? Well, that's where Dead by Daylight well, came I know, in. I know, but right. there's, there's probably other stuff. Like what? Like Halloween. Just actual <laughs> trick-or-treating? Well, this is a, this is an entertainment <laughs> oh, pop quiz, so it, it's asking for hmm? the best use of Halloween in a movie or TV. Oh, the or Monster game. Mash. Does it have to be a movie? Or, it or to you know, songs would be the song. song. Yeah. No, that's what everybody plays. Monst- I, okay, I I think but, it's, but is it Halloween, though? The Adam or is family. it just? Yeah, well, it's not Christmas. Well, no, but it's not. <laughs> uh, but it's not necessarily like Halloween mesh. parties, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, we open up our presents. I don't know that it's technically Halloween. No, it's not. Yeah, well, it's like darn it. Okay, yeah. I take. I it. If we were doing like that, we could do Screaming Jay Hawkins, like most of his. Yeah, yeah. Put been. a spell on you. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is in Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. So let's pick a couple more out of the list here. Then uh, we've got John Carpenter's Halloween, Halloween Three, Trick or Treat. Dead by Daylight, Donnie Darko, Nightmare Before Christmas, Community. Throw it out. Throw it out? Throw it out. Probably throw out Nightmare Before Christmas. Because I don't know. We can bring that back at Christmas. Yeah, we I, I'm on the fence between Trick or Treat or um, John Carpenter's Halloween. I don't even know anything about Halloween. John, I don't know any of that stuff. So. The Halloween you know, Michael Mike Myers? Yes, you do. But okay, Mike Myers it, from Saturday Night Live. I've not seen any of those. You've never seen any of the Halloween. No, I can't tell you anything about those. Like you haven't even seen the one with Paul Rudd? I don't even. I know who Paul Rudd is. No, I. I, I was concerned. No, I haven't. I, that I, who the fuck's that? <laughs> who the fuck is? The only one I haven't seen is the last fuck one. Him. The last one's pretty good, actually. The one from no, I last year. Him. No name, yeah, son 18. of a bitch. It was really good. It was, it was really good. <laughs> now they have Halloween Kills and a one after that. Halloween ends. Is, is it Halloween after? ends? Yeah. Okay. Which won't. It end won't end anything. Friday the Thirteenth. It'll last five years. Yeah. Exactly. 
Halloween so Resurrection Part Two, Electric Boogaloo. Will come two out. more planned. Two more planned. Oh, that came out. At least yeah. of that universe. Yeah. Yep. Where she's not his sister. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got. Let's let's narrow it down. Then we're getting closer. Halloween. Halloween Three. Trick or Treat. Donnie Darko. Community. Anybody jumping? Any of those jump out at you? Or I don't know what Trick or Treat is. I feel like that. Guy. I've not actually ever seen Trick or Treat. You've not seen Trick or Treat. I know I what it is. But heard I of it. It's a good. One. I'm actually going we'll to off the list. It's a good. It's a. But, it's a four film, a four sh- short film anthology, uh, set on Halloween. Anna Paquin in that. Yeah, they're, and they're all very hmm? intertwined. Is it Anna Paquin in that? Anna Paquin is in. Yeah. It? This is yeah. a movie that was made like in 1993. Isn't the kid and came from out Bad in like Santa 2008 or something like that? I mean, it was. Isn't the kid from Bad Santa in Trick or Treat? No, this was. No, I don't think so. Way before. Billy Bob Thornton. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah. he's not the kid. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let's. We got Halloween, Halloween three, Donnie Darko, Community. You guys seem pretty into Halloween three. I've never seen any of them, so I can't say. But Halloween three, Halloween 3 is, is a really choice. good film because Halloween would be the 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 most obvious. But I feel like Halloween obvious. three. I yeah. feel like if we include Halloween, I know I'm the one who said it, but I feel like it would almost win by Super default. Yeah. It's like it's. We'll do, we'll do, we'll go with Halloween three then, and let's pick between Donnie Darko and Community. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Yeah, Donnie Darko. Yeah, Donnie Darko. All right. So here, Not a lot of people have seen Community. So that's your pop quiz. The question is, again, the best use or depiction of Halloween in entertainment pop culture. Your choices are Hocus Pocus, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Halloween 3, and Donnie Darko. Does anybody want to make a case for any of those as to why you think that people should vote for them? Because Halloween 3 is so different from all the other Halloweens. It is. And it still involves trick-or-treat. The night yeah. of trick-or-treat. Halloween mask, candy. Yeah, I don't feel like it's kind of that as a good argument for best. I mean, have four. you gone back and rewatched it? It's not bad. Yeah, it's actually surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah. It and, just and it's got that been called what it was called. Yeah, and it's got that weird, not it's not the happy ending. It's kind of got no. the, almost that anthology, that creep show style yeah. twist at the end, where it's like, oh, she yeah. don't really know. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I mean Donnie Darko. I haven't seen that in years, but that was always one of my favorite movies yeah, yeah, for the longest time. The director's cut. I know a lot of people don't like it, but that was the first one that I ever watched was the director's cut, so that's always been my favorite out of the two. Yeah, it's funny how whichever one you see first is always kind of the one that, like, oh, yeah, that's mine. And, like, the the music that's in the way it's arranged in the director's cut is the way it was supposed to be. Right. Not what's in the theatrical, so. I I always felt like it works better. The director's cut version. I don't know if I I have a split. What's Got that? Some people to look at. Make sure they don't have any order cards up. Yeah. Get their Chrome bowls of popcorn to them. <laughs> All right. Hope you all did we actually? That. Did we take somebody's Chrome? No, no. Okay, my good. iPad. <laughs> throw in a bunch of refills out. Okay, good. Spontaneous. Just, reasons, just making so. sure there's not somebody sitting there going, "Where's my fucking popcorn?" Oh, no. Okay. Good. No, they probably are anyway. But that's, <laughs> that's right. You well, that's because they eat the damn bowl. Yeah. All right. So and then we've got Hocus Pocus and the Great Pumpkin again, kind of family friendly films. There's a good spread here. I think we got a good pop quiz. And the pop quiz is live right now. You can vote on Twitter or Facebook. Again, look for at PGTC. Stands for Pop Goes the Culture. At PGTC Podcast. Pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages, so you can't miss them. You can find, again, the links to all of our social media stuff, email, the hotline, all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. Coming up this week, Sunday night. We were talking about this earlier, how there's nothing on HBO. Sunday night is the series premiere of Watchmen. There we go. Over on HBO. What do you guys think about this? Is this going to be It's one watchable? of those that, like, I, I heard about it, I was interested, but then, like, that's it. I only ever get 
interested in it when someone brings it up. It's not like I've been actively seeking it out. Right. I'm not yeah, I guess sure not. still how I feel about the movie for being super honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I've got thoughts on the movie. Uh, <laughs> I didn't care for it. Yeah, I didn't love now, the movie. I don't think. This, but. The, the series isn't following up the movie per se, is it? It is not in that they have not cast the same actors, but the movie is a pretty direct, you know, from the graphic novel. I think the only thing that was really changed from the graphic novel to the movie the ending. is changed back to the way it was in the graphic novel. So it follows I more think, of the because novel. I've seen some okay. like um, some of the trailers have had you know shots of designs and stuff, and there is like a squid referenced for those who know what that means. Yeah. Um. So it is. A direct, you know, they're saying it's not a sequel, it's not a reboot. Everything that happened in the graphic novel happened, which by default I think makes it a sequel. Right, right. They're saying they're just like it's yeah. its own thing, which makes it a reboot, but or not. I don't, I don't know. know. Somebody needs to give me their HBO Go code. I have HBO. I'm saying the comedian better be funny this time. <laughs> yeah. I'm so let down. By I'm it. pretty sure he's not going to be in this one. He's more Jokerish. Uh, okay. uh, on Wednesday, over on Hulu, Castle Rock season two premieres. I still haven't watched the first season. First season's really it's good. It's like on my list of shows I've been needing to get around to. But First season has three really good episodes. Yeah. How many total? Three. And there's ten total. Oh. Yeah. The first six are pretty slow, I felt okay. like. Which one did Mark Bernardin write? The uh, first yeah. one that got good, which really? was like episode seven, I think. Well, seven, eight, and nine were out flipping standing. Yeah. Seven and eight were really solid within the story. Nine is its own animal because it's telling you a different story that leads into the story. Ten, it kind of shits the bed at the end, I think. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Other people really it's like it. It's kind of a real stupid Well, that in itself can be horrible. that it's shit in the bed. It shits the bed. Yeah, it shits the bed, yeah, because it's bad at any extent. Yep. And then on Thursday, we'll be back out here at the Alamo Draft House. Uh, you, if you don't join us, can check out The Backlot by Alamo Draft House, our other podcast, our, our sister podcast, as we call it. If you subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, you get both that and this show every week in your podcast player of choice. We're going to wrap up this week's poll from The Backlot, which was favorite horror films from the 80s and 90s. That's the poll question that's out right now. You can vote for that at Backlot Pod on Facebook and on Twitter. Anybody got thoughts on your favorite horror flicks from the 80s and 90s? 80s and 90s? I think the poll, without looking it up, includes uh, somebody picked The Shining, which was 80. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, somebody went with The Fog. Um, I'm trying to think what the others are. I like The Nightmare the on Elm Street stuff. The Thing was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Army of Darkness was Army of Darkness, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I have always been more of an Evil Dead 2. Yeah fan uh that one's still probably my favorite of the three it's, it's even though it's the same as the first one made the list kind, but funnier too which one yes i said it's strange that army of darkness made that list but not evil dead too i would have thought it been uh, well, i think it was I, I picked army of darkness for the poll because i was trying to get away from it because everybody else went took it real seriously they're like oh the shining really scared me yeah no, oh, army of Dark- thing is really a good movie it's well crafted it's and, then, and i was like let's go with army of fucking dark i like <laughs> i like my campy slapstick. i like yeah. my campy horror like yeah. reanimator that's another yeah. one that one and uh from beyond which is from the same people <laughs> that made reanimator yeah, i just watched that for the first time like within it's, the past it's, couple it's weeks it's kind of goofy <laughs> it's kind of not good was <laughs> that goofy horror movie about the new plants that, that turned, turned into... dickhead um <laughs> Are you thinking of Little Shop of Horrors? I was just yeah, I think say so. That. What, yeah, what, that's what year was that? That's eighties. That's what I thought. And the first Nightmare on Elm Street was eighties. Yeah, eighty four. You guys did the seventies one. Last we did sixties and seventies. Sixties and seventies. I was shocked that that 
Invasion of the Body Snatchers wasn't on any. We talked about it, but we didn't pick it as one of our four to vote for. And then nobody picked it in the comments when we asked people, hey, what do you guys think? I should have commented. They people added uh, like Damn Day you. of the Dead or oh, yeah. Dawn of, Night of the Living Dead, whatever it was. All, Day of the Dead was eighties, yeah. So it's Night of the Living one. Dead, the original sixty eight. Um, so yeah, th- we had folks that mentioned a few of those. Um, and then this week we'll get the results on that eighties nineties poll, and then we will finish up with uh, favorite horror from this millennium from okay. two thousand from the 2000s. to now. So. And then of course we'll be back out here at the Alamo Draft House next Thursday night, seven o'clock Central Time. Recording next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. You can come on out here with us. You got the full menu. They, they bring you popcorn, apparently. Uh, we'll sit here and drink and talk and have a good time. You can come out and join us. You can sit back and just watch and have a good time and eat and drink and be merry. Or you can grab a microphone out of somebody's hand and be a part of the show. Whatever you feel like doing, come on out here, though. We record at 7 o'clock at the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. We welcome you to come on out and join us. Be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice so you'll know when those new episodes are available. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, take a moment and leave us a review in your podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it's really one of the best ways that you can show your support for anyone who creates any sort of art or entertainment that you enjoy, whether it's podcast, YouTube videos, writing books, comics, movies, games, whatever. I know we would certainly appreciate your review. Anybody have anything else before we get out of here this night? Got a couple of things coming up. We got Southwest yeah. Microcon coming up Saturday, November the second, which is in downtown Springfield. It's a one day comic book convention on the Saturday, the first Saturday in November. Okay. Um, I know Andy Parks is coming down. Colin Bunn will be there because why not? He's here. Um, so that's coming up. Geekmas is coming up in December, December seventh. A date which will live in infamy. I made that joke already. <laughs> there you go. Because also the, uh, uh, Bacon Fest coming up this Saturday as well. Ooh, bacon Fest. Is yes. that the bacon and yeah, beer that's coming yep. up. Bacon, beer, and chocolate, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Also this weekend, uh, well, at least until Saturday, there Ozarks uh, Fairground. Book sale. Yeah, they're doing a book sale. Yeah, yeah yep. big, that's a good way to go. Yeah, it's a guy I work with went to the f- opening day, and he said he came back with 25 UCDs that he bought for a dollar a piece. Oh, yeah. He said he dropped about $100 there overall. Oh, yeah, they yep, and they and they fill that place. I mean, mm. it's it's mm. packed with How stuff. did the gaming convention go over the weekend? I didn't get to go. Oh, you didn't? I thought you were. I, I worked, and then Sunday I was like, I thought you were supposed well. to be giving out hand jobs. Oh yeah, yeah. Five dollars. That's, that's this weekend. That's our next topic. That's oh, next week. Spoil it. Yeah, there you go. I've used peanut butter. There you go. It's a peanut butter solution. Yep. So that's what's going on at that. If nobody has anything else, let's wrap this thing up for this week. I have been Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Dusty Trails. Cinnamon. Dustin. Dakota. Curtis. Brad. Have a good week. We will catch you back here next week. Come out and join us next Thursday night at the Alamo Draft House. Until then, we'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya. Peace out. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.